Hello. Welcome to the Daily Cron for Friday, March 29th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. And can you believe it? Today marks episode 65 of this little podcast experiment here. 65 episodes, three months, one quarter of the entire year. That's a lot. 20 plus hours of audio. I don't know, what's what's the word for a mediocre metal? <laughs> it's not gold, that's for sure. But uh, if you've been following along since the beginning, then uh, congratulations. I, I, I really appreciate that. Um, you and my 11 other listeners, I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad to have you. But I figured that today, since we are reaching the end of like the first quarter of the year, uh, three months... And almost 2,000 total downloads, which, you know, it's pretty good for, for, for me. Uh, I figure we might as well talk a little bit about the state of the podcast and my thoughts in the future. <clears throat> so, this podcast was, you know, never, it was never designed, it was never intended to be the sole thing that I do. It was never intended to be, like, a, a giant growth thing. I, I didn't expect it to have a lot of listeners. I didn't expect it to, um, you know, make me famous or make me rich or anything like that. It was meant primarily as a way for me to quickly build up skills in the mechanics of making a podcast. You know, how to do it, how to work with the online systems, how to do the audio and, and that kind of thing. And by doing it on a daily basis, I would get a lot of practice in a short period of time. And so in that regard, it's been a very successful podcast for me. I've learned a lot. I've experimented with uh, all kinds of tools. I've experimented with mar- marketing uh, tools as well, uh, even though I didn't really expect them to do a whole lot. But uh, it's it just in order to learn certain things, like I wanted to understand how Facebook ads worked, for instance. I needed data for that, really. I mean, I just needed posts. I needed content. I needed things. And so I did a few different experiments with the Facebook ads to see how that interface works and what kind of things you can do in there. And looking at their analytics, it's just it's just more useful when you have a bunch of data to look at, so all the graphs and things <laughs> actually can draw something. So that I, I've been doing that, and uh, you know, I, I've been trying a variety of different topics and types of content here on this podcast. And if you've been listening from the beginning, you'll you'll know that. And I, I figure I could share with you the types of topics that have been working out for me in terms of getting listeners, and those that have not. So I have no idea, first of all, of how many subscribers I actually have. I mean, I joke that I probably have like 12. <laughs> maybe it's more, maybe it's less. I have no idea. You you can't actually figure that out in a reliable way. So my host, uh, podcast host, does not even attempt to give you an estimate of that because it doesn't really make any sense because a download of a particular episode does not equate to a subscription and you can't check polling of the RSS feed because that doesn't necessarily mean anything either, especially considering how many different ways are different like directories you can get the the feed from. Uh, you know, it's just it just there's no way of reliably guessing. <clears throat> so they don't. Uh, instead, they give me reliable numbers of downloads, which could be from the website, uh, could be from podcast players, uh, could be other. <laughs> I don't know what other is, but <clears throat> sometimes in there. And I also have some stats here about the types of 
software that plays it, like the user agents, like Apple Podcasts is the biggest one by far. And then other is the next biggest one. I have no idea what other means. That just means like <clears throat> the, the user agent for downloading the file was other, and it doesn't tell me what other is exactly, <laughs> but it's just other, which I think is hilarious. But Apple Podcasts by far, and then other, and then like Overcast and Safari and stuff like that. <clears throat> so that's cool. And also get location data. So I know that uh, um, of all the podcasts, at least, the vast majority is uh, in the United States, and you know, in in the United States, it's uh, the vast majority is from Pennsylvania, uh, Maryland, other again, <laughs> other in the United States. What other? I don't know. California had some, but mostly it's Pennsylvania. But I do have downloads recorded from Australia, Cambodia, Canada, China. Hong Kong, Ireland, Finland, Mexico, United Kingdom, Malaysia. I mean, like, Mexico, Maldives, all, all kinds of places. Germany. There's, like, a bunch of countries in here. Uh, I don't know how many of them are regular. They don't always come up with each episode. But some something, somewhere downloaded episodes from all those countries, which is kind of cool. <clears throat> My uh, episode durations have gone all over the place, but they average out about 19 minutes. And my downloads per month are a little behind what they were uh, in February, uh, but they're higher than they were in January. So maybe I'll be able to match February or, or surpass it the next few days. Uh, maybe. It kind of depends if anybody listens <laughs> over the weekend. <clears throat> but by far, the most useful data I have here is related to download numbers for individual episodes because I was trying different things. And so by looking at these numbers, I was hoping I could find out what types of topics kind of work with my audience as much as it is right now. And so the number one, uh, the number one episode by like uh, a couple orders of magnitude or something is my episode 10, where I was basically ranting about Septiki. It turned into this whole Septiki, uh, you know, series of podcasts. And it actually eventually got the attention of the SEPTA social people, the people who run the social media accounts there. So they became listeners. So hello, if you're still listening. I appreciate you guys. And I got a lot of valuable information from them and from my interactions with SEPTA. And uh, I was able to pass that information along to other people in my community here uh, that had questions about SEPTA key. And uh, I think that was actually the most useful thing that came out of this podcast so far in terms of tangible results. I actually learned something concrete that helps myself, and I, I know for a fact helped some other people. And so that's really cool. Uh, but besides that, the episodes that probably unsurprisingly have the most downloads next to that are music-related ones about bands and about, uh, about specific businesses. Because it makes sense there, because uh, I think those episodes get shared more. So if you're a fan and you know the, the person or the, the, the band or the business I'm talking about, then you'll be more apt to listen to it and share and such. And so that makes a lot of sense, actually. And the ones that get the least, <laughs> the least downloads are probably the programmer ones, which I think is surprising because, <clears throat> because I'm, I'm one of the leaderships in Philly Coca. And so I'm like, uh, I guess I'm just not super active on social media and the programmer areas as much as I should be. Uh, and most of my programming work is just like stuff I do for the day job lately or for a long time now even. So it doesn't, it's not 
obvious like i don't have a lot of public stuff out there so i probably need to work on that <laughs> because i am a programmer and i do like the the software stuff and i wish it would get more traction but it it like generally doesn't it's either average or below average based on my numbers here so far which is a shame uh but it is what it is but i asked on twitter a while back and i asked on facebook recently i've been just asking uh just friends around is like i want to start another podcast i mean my plan was always to do more than just this podcast this was supposed to be just like to learn things and and that worked out really well for me i've learned a lot uh, about how to do a podcast and how to do the hosting and how to do the audio and all that kind of stuff uh it may not sound like it because i don't really edit these very well <laughs> because i don't have a lot of time because i'm doing them daily but my next step was to try to do like a bi-monthly is that the right word? Twice a month podcast. We're going to go with that. The ambiguity of English could be infuriating. So we're, uh, I want to do a twice a month podcast. And I want to do like a real podcast that's very topically focused that either has a co-host or rotating people coming in and, and that will potentially be able to grow an audience sufficient enough to monetize in some way. Uh, because the podcasting space is... is huge and I, I you know I enjoy doing this I enjoy having an outlet to just kind of talk about whatever I want but it's a lot of work it's a lot of time there's hosting expenses uh, the time expenses is, is enormous for doing something daily like this uh, and if you want to do a polished podcast you, the the amount of work involved is even higher because you're going to have to record it get clean recordings of multiple people do the editing for that uh, you know you're gonna have to deal with increased uh, storage costs as it goes on to, and you, you basically for to add polish requires more resources. <clears throat> and so I want I want the next one to be an attempt at growing an audience and be able to maybe get some sponsorship, something to help cover the cost for that. I don't, you know. So uh, the only way I see that working though <clears throat> is if I found uh, like a niche that works for me. That's why I've been trying out different things. So uh, the feedback I've been getting from people is that I should do a podcast about uh, live music. <laughs> I got like live music reviews, uh, interviews, that kind of deal. Uh, and so, I mean, I guess I can, I can give that a shot. I'm, I'm trying to think about exactly how that format would work for me. Uh, I'm not like the most well-connected person or anything. And uh, there's plenty of great radio programs and podcasts out there done by like actual musicians and professionals in uh the the music community that i listen to and that I, i've heard and so i mean there's there's already a lot of that content out there but everybody has their own perspective so if i can figure out what my angle is on it what my kind of perspective is on it or find the right kind of co-host or the right kind of rotating uh, hosts in there then maybe i maybe it could work out because just like with software the way i look at podcast topics um, in the software world, like in the App Store, there's just an endless supply of of apps. Like any idea that you have has already been done by somebody, probably done like 12 times. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It just means you have to go in with your eyes, <clears throat> your eyes wide open. You have to know what your particular angle is, your particular niche. So that's where I'm kind of, my head right now is trying to figure out if I want to do this local, like some kind of local music podcast thing, because I want to, I do want to put more attention on the local artists and also on local uh local music supporters uh like 
like the like the last episode I did about Broken Goblet, their their local music supporter brewery. <clears throat> uh, I want to do uh, maybe about and and I I like a lot of the content I hear in the um in some other podcasts like the uh what is what do they call themselves the music I can't even I can't even remember what they're called the uh, musicians guide the music industry yeah <clears throat> that one I like a lot. And they, but of course, I can't match that kind of level of expertise or anything. But uh, I like the fact that they they have people from the other areas of the music uh, world as as a business in there. They they've talked about like promoters and they've talked about like the business aspects of it. And I like that too. Uh, I, I I don't I don't mean I'd actually do that, but I mean I like the fact that it's not just the obvious thing that you would think of. Uh, which would be just to be the band. You're also thinking about the other aspects. So uh, it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool to bring to, to have some uh, an outlet for conversations with photographers, <clears throat> videographers, uh, obviously musicians, um, venue uh, owners and operators and people that are there. Sound people. I would love to talk to a sound, uh, some sound engineers or, or soundboard technicians because um, I'm very. Uh, rudimentary in my understanding of how to do that right so that'd be really cool <clears throat> i think uh it, it would be nice to talk about things like the marketing of it and i think my expertise would lend itself more towards discussing the technology involved and uh and maybe some of the social trends online around this space and how people can uh, and how bands and how um, businesses are using different technologies nowadays to facilitate their marketing and get the word out or you know how that kind of uh how technology has changed the scene in general i did a podcast a while back about the well that netflix documentary about the 2000s and you know i talked a bit about the 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 mp3s and napster and stuff and i would love to have conversations like that about topics like that with other knowledgeable people or people who are directly affected by it i think that'd be really cool also, I'd love to just talk to people, like talk to a musician, for instance, and get the get the other side of things. Get like, what do they? A lot of musicians have another life. Like, they're not necessarily doing it full time. Uh, on the a lot of the, a, lot, a lot of friends who are full time something else, and it'd be interesting to have conversations about how that works for them, how they balance it out, and how maybe their day job influences their music or not. Uh, I think that'd be cool because uh, we're all more well-rounded and complicated than we appear in our social media profiles because all of that stuff that we put out on the internet or that we even project in person to people, that's all to a degree curated to different levels, especially online. So it'd be kind of interesting to to kind of pull the curtain back a little bit uh, and see people for who they are because often the the image you get of uh, of someone up on stage is not really what they're like in person i've had that experience many times you know you see someone who's maybe they're in like a, a angry looking punk rock band or something or metal band or something like that and uh then when they're done off stage they're just like these sweet nice people you know uh uh, looks can be deceiving, as I would say, especially in something as media focused as you know music. Uh, so I think that'd be cool. So uh, that's the kind of some of the ideas in my head here. I would love to hear some suggestions 
uh, if I move forward with trying to do a more music or music industry focused podcast, is that something you'd be interested in? And like, what types of uh, content would you want? Like, what types of what, what kinds of people would I want? Would you want me to interview or talk to? Uh, you know, and uh, I would love <clears throat> I would love for for some some thoughts about that because right now it's just in the idea stage, but uh, once I have the outlines of an actual concept more solidified it won't take me long to get all the mechanisms up and running since i went through all that trouble with this podcast i know what to do now and uh, i i i chose like my host with the the idea in mind i'd have multiple podcasts and i went through the pain of (laughs) figuring out how to get things to work on the directories and all with this one uh, so i can get it up and running quickly for for the next one so that's where i am now podcast has been successful so far in what I primarily wanted it to be, which was as a learning tool. And it's allowed me to experiment with uh, different topics and concepts and get a little bit of kind of market validation, as it were, on these things in a limited way, because I just I don't have a very big audience, you know, but but with the limited audience I have, I have gotten some valuable information about what may be interesting and what might not be interesting with the audience I have right now. I've uh, and I've learned a bunch of tools. And uh, I've learned, uh, you know, I, I've learned, I've learned how to, I've learned how to do some marketing and, and that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not like brilliant at it or anything, but I've learned a lot, and that's the main reason I want to do this. And now I feel like it's time after three months to not move on from this podcast, but to kind of grow into the next stage. I think I'm going to keep keep doing this podcast as much as I can. I'll probably keep doing it daily. I'm trying to streamline the process a little more because it can get pretty time-consuming. But uh, besides that, I, I'm not going to abandon this, so stay subscribed. I'm going keep, to keep doing this, but maybe I'll have some more focused uh, series of podcasts coming up in the future. So for today, I just want to end with a little anecdote. So I was, uh, I was getting my normal Friday afternoon lunch when I'm home here in, uh, in town at the Upper Crust. Uh, they have a great slice special. So I was going there getting some slices for lunch, and I saw this poster on the board, uh, on the wall, that is actually the cover art for today's episode. It was a, a flyer for Mamma Mia to be performed at the high school. And I think, first of all, it's great that uh, the arts are so alive and well here in Jenkintown and uh, at the high school. And I've actually been to some performances at the high school before, though it's been a while. And they were pretty good. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, qu- quite good for, uh, for for what's going on, for, you know, stuff that's at the high school. And uh, I don't know if this is, I don't know how many students are in this one, but it is being put on by the, uh, oh, well, Jenkintown Music Theater, so. I guess that's, uh, I think, a bunch of volunteers. Or not volunteers. I, 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 think it's a, I think it's a hobbyist organization. I don't know. Someone will probably correct me about, uh, about it. But they're, I think I've seen this particular group before, and they happen to use the, <clears throat> the school there. So uh, anyway, they, it's cool. It's, it's, it's local theater. It's great. But the thing, the reason I took a photo of it though, is not because uh, of that. It was mainly because I I learned something important about myself 
the first and only time I've seen Mamma Mia. So I was in college, and uh, there was a special, like, field trip. I used to, I was in, like, the honors college there for a while until I was like, this is uh, annoying, so I didn't go to any more events. But <laughs> there was, like, an event there, and uh, it was it was like, oh, let's go, we're going to go see the a musical. And so it was Mamma Mia, and uh, so we went into the, the theater down in, in Philly somewhere and it seats up in a nosebleed section, uh, and, uh, you know, we we're, were sitting there, and it was, it was a nice, plush kind of place. And I had never, never seen this show before, and never listened, never listened to ABBA, really. Okay, so I'm watching <laughs> Mamma Mia, and you know, as as it goes on, every musical number that comes up, I I just feel within me this like this welling up of of just anger, <laughs> and, like frustration, and uh, and I realized at that moment that apparently I hate ABBA. So there you go. I have no idea why. I don't know if I still hate Abba. I just haven't listened to him in like many years since the experience. But I was there and I just was like, I was sitting there and I remember thinking to myself, do I hate Abba? <laughs> Apparently, because I just did not like that show. And it wasn't because it was a badly performed show or anything like that. I just did not like it. Uh, so maybe I will check out Mamma Mia here locally because I have not seen it since then. I had a recommendation today to see the movie version with uh, Meryl Streep, because apparently that's more palatable, or, you know, maybe will be more palatable for me. I don't know. I don't know what it is about Mamma Mia. <laughs> I just, I just hated it so much. I have no idea why. I have no idea. To this day, I have no idea why. I've never had that reaction to a theater performance or musical, like even bad ones. I'm like, I like them all, generally. But something, <laughs> something about that day and Mamma Mia uh, on that day, it just it did not work for me. So I don't know. I think maybe I should give it another chance because it's, it's been long enough now, it's been probably more than a decade now. So yeah, I can probably um, I can probably give it a shot again. So we'll see. Maybe if I if I if I, if I can if I have the time in my schedule, I'll go check out Mamiya. But you should definitely check it out if you're in Jenkintown because we should all support the arts when we can, and I bet it's going to be fun. Uh, and maybe you, too, will learn something about yourself in the Mamma Mia performance. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. Okay, so that's it for that. this uh, Daily Cron for March, for the totality of March. And uh, 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 stay tuned for what I'm going to be doing next, because whatever it is, I will announce it here first. For now, have a great weekend, and I will talk to you next week.
Bye. Bye.